Welcome to Zikhur Daf Simanim Amabrai Abram Goldar and Tirim Hazekas Yavamas Daf Aini. End of the seventh parak Amanal Kongado and the beginning of the eighth parak Haoro. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, the opening mission of the eighth parak states Haoro v'Kol Tmeimol Yochabutruma. An Aro, which Rashi explains, refers to an Aro Cohen whose brothers have died because of Mila, and Kohanim who are Tame may not eat Truma. But their wives and slaves may eat truma. Rush explains that being an Aro or Tame does not remove them from the Kohuna, but her personal deficiencies which disqualify them from eating truma, not their wives or servants. The more brings a price that states, Rabbi Yezer said, From where do we know that an Aro Kohen does not eat truma? The words Tosha Vesachir are said with the carbon Pesach and with Truma to establish a Gezer Shavah that teaches, just as Tosha Vesachir state with regard to the Pesach is something in which an Aro is prohibited, so to the Tosha Vesachir state with regard to Truma is something which an Aro is prohibited to. Rabbi Kiva says the Gezer Shavah is not needed, for the Pesach states Ish Ish, a man, a man from the offspring of Aaron, whose Matzor or Zav shall not eat from the holies, referring to Truma. The repetition of Ish is Gavrabos Aral to include an Aral in the prohibition not to eat Truma. Pointing to the Gemara brings a rice that states regarding Rebeliezer's Gezer Shava, Mufna. This Gezer Shava is Mufna, it's free, meaning that there are words in the Pasik that are superfluous. For if it were not free, the Gezer Shava can be refuted as follows. What comparison can be made to the Pesach, where one is Chayv Chorus, for Pigal, Noser, and eating of Waltame, whereas in the case of Truma, that's not so? Therefore, there would be reason to think that only the Pesach is prohibited to an Aro, not Truma. The Gemara asks, hey Mufna, which expression of Tosha Vesachar is Mufna, is superfluous? Is it the Pesach one, the Truma one, or both? The Gemara concludes that it's the Tosha Vesachar from the Pesach of Pesach. For if the Torah literally meant that a Tosha Vesachar of Pater from a carbon Pesach, how could that be? A Tosha, which is an Evid Nirza, and a Sacher, which is an Evid Ivri, are full-fledged Jews. Just because they became servants doesn't pata them from the Pesach. Therefore, the Pesach is mufna to be used for the Gezer Shava. Since there are two extra words in the Pesach, Toshav Vesachir, it's a Gezer Shava mufna Mishneid Stadim, a Gezer Shava that is free on two sides, which, according to all opinions, cannot be refuted. And pointing with you, the more suggests that since the Gezer Shava is mufna from both sides, we could learn that just as with regard to a Pesach, an Onin is prohibited to partake in it, so to an Onin should be prohibited from Truma. Rabbi Yossi Barchanina said the Pasik states Vakol Zar, but any Zar may not eat of it. Truma, this Pasik is superfluous and teaches Zar Samatilcha Vugo Aninas, being a Zar prohibits one from eating Truma, but not Aninas. The more challenges this Russia unsuccessfully. So once again, the three points are number one, the opening mission of the eighth parak states, an Aro, which Russia explains refers to an Aro Kohen, whose brothers have died because of Mila, and Kohanim Huartame may not eat Truma. But their wives and their slaves may eat truma. Rush explains that being an Aro or Tame does not remove them from the Kohuna, but her personal deficiencies which disqualify them from eating truma, not their wives or servants. The more brings a price that states, Rabbi Yezer said, From where do we know that an Aro Kohen does not eat truma? The words Tosha Vesachir are said with the carbon Pesach and with Truma to establish a Gezer Shavah that teaches, just as Tosha Vesachir state with regard to the Pesach is something in which an Aro is prohibited, so to the Tosha Vesachir state with regard to Truma is something which an Aro is prohibited to. Rabbi Kiva says the Gezer Shavah is not needed, for the Pesach states Ish Ish, a man, a man from the offspring of Aaron, whose Matzor or Zav shall not eat from the Holies, referring to Truma. The repetition of Ish is Gavrabos Aral to include an Aral in the prohibition not to eat Truma. Pointing to the Gemara brings up rice that states regarding Rebbe Gezer Shava, Mufna. 
This Gezer Shava is Mufna, it's free, meaning that there are words in the Pasuk that are superfluous. For if it were not free, the Gezer Shava can be refuted as follows. What comparison can be made to the Pesach, where one is Chayv Chorus, for Pigel, Noser, and eating of Waltame, whereas in the case of Truma, that's not so. Therefore, there would be reason to think that only the Pesach is prohibited to an Aral, not Truma. The more asks, hey Mufna, which expression of Toshim Vesachar is Mufna, is superfluous? Is it the Pesach one, the Truma one, or both? The Gemara concludes that it's the Tosh of a Sakhar from the Pasuk of Pesach. For if the Torah literally meant that a Tosh of a Sakhar of Pater from a carbon Pesach, how could that be? A Toshav, which is an Evid Nirza, and a Sakhar, which is an Evid Ivri, are full-fledged Jews. Just because they became servants doesn't Pater them from the Pesach. Therefore, the Pasuk is Mufna to be used for the Gezer Shava. Since there are two extra words in the Pasuk, Toshav Vesachir, it's a Gezer Shava Mufna Mishneid Stadim, a Gezer Shava that is free on two sides, which according to all opinions, cannot be refuted. And pointing with you, the Gemara suggests that since the Gezer Shava is Mufna from both sides, we could learn that just as with regard to a Pesach, an Onin is prohibited to partake in it, so to an Onin should be prohibited from Truma. Rabbi Yossi Barchinina said the Pesach states for Kol Zar, but any Zar may not eat of it, Truma. This Pesach is superfluous and teaches Zar Samatilcha Vugo Aninas, being a czar prohibits one from eating truma, but not a ninas. The Gemara challenges this to Russia unsuccessfully. All right, so now we go to the Simon Perdaf Ayin, and our standard Simon is a one-eyed Martian. Ayin, one-eyed Martian. So here goes. The Arl Cone, who was captured by one-eyed Martians, while his wife and servants were busy eating truma, explained to his captors how the Gezer Shaba of Tosha Vesachar is Mufna, and that this should let the frightened Oning free because the Pasuk only prohibits a czar from eating truma. Once again, it's slow motion. The Arl Cone, who was captured by one-eyed Martians. One-eyed Martians? That must be one of Ayan. The Arl Cone, who was captured by one-eyed Martians, while his wife and servants were busy eating Truma. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the 8th Parag states, Arl Vakot Meimu Yochba Truma. And Arl, and Arl and Kohanim or Tami may not eat Truma, but their wives and their servants may eat Truma. Rebbe said that we know that an Arl Cone does not eat Truma from the Gezer Shaba of Toshav Asachir that is said by the Pesach and by Truma. Just as Toshav Asakhir stated with regard to the Pesach is something which an Aral is prohibited, so to the Toshav Asakhir stated with regard to Truma is something which an Aral is prohibited to. Rikiva says the Gezer Shava is not needed, for the Pesach states Ish Ish, a man, a man from the offspring of Aaron, who is a Matsora or a Zav, shall not eat from the Holies, referring to Truma. The repetition of Ish is Varabos Aral to include an Aral in the prohibition not to eat Truma. So the Arl Cohen, who was captured by one-eyed Martians while his wife and servants were busy eating truma, explained to his captors how the Gezer Shabbat of Toshav Asachir is Mufna, which reminds us the Gemara said that the Toshav Asachir from the Pasuk of Pesach is Mufna. It's superfluous, for if the Torah literally meant that a Toshav Asachir are putter from a Karp Pesach, how could that be? A Toshav, which is an Evid Nirza, and a Sachir, which is an Evid Ivri, are full-fledged Jews. Just because they became servants does not pata them from the Pesach. Therefore, the Pasuk is Mufna to be used for the Gezer Shavah. And since there are two extra words in the Pasuk, Toshav Vesachir, it's a Gezer Shavah Mufna Mishneid Stadim. A Gezer Shavah that's free on two sides, which according to all opinions, cannot be refuted. So, the Arl Kohen, who was captured by one-eyed Martians, while his wife and servants were busy eating Truma explained to his captors how the Gezer Shaba of Toshav Asachir is Mufna, and that they should let the frightened Onan free, because the Pasuk only prohibits Azar from eating Truma. Which reminds us, the Gemara suggests that since the Gezer Shaba is Mufna from both sides, we could learn that just as with regard to a Pesach, and the Onan is prohibited to partake in it, so too an Onan should be prohibited from Truma. 
Rabbi Yossi Barchinina said the Pasuk states Vakol Zar, but any Zar may not eat of it, referring to Truma. This Pasuk is superfluous and teaches Zar Samartilo Chavugo Aninas. Being a Zar prohibits one from eating Truma, but not Aninas. The Gemara challenges this Russia unsuccessfully. So once again, the Arlcone who was captured by one-eyed Martians while his wife and servants were busy eating Truma explained to his captors how the Gzer Shabbat of Toshav Asachir is Mufna and that they should let the frightened Onan free because the Pasuk only prohibits Hazar from eating Truma. All right, now it's time for four blot back Hazara. Daf Samach Vav. So the Simmer Daf Samach Vav is a tailor sewing. So here goes. The tailor sewing, tailor sewing, that must be more in Daf Samach Vav. The tailor sewing do not feed truma patches onto the garments of the Abdi Malog, belonging to an Almana, married to a Kongado, which reminds us the opening mission of the seventh parak states that in the case of an Almana who married a Kongado or a Grusha or a Chalutza, who married a Konhedyot, if she brings him slaves that are there, Nixi Malog or Nixi Sombarzal, the Malog slaves do not eat truma, and the Sombarzal slaves may eat truma. So, the tailor sewing do not feed truma patches onto the garments of the Avde Malog, belonging to an Almana married to a Kongado, was suddenly told to stop when she stormed in and said she was getting divorced because he was treating her like a zona, which reminds us, the Gemara brings three explanations for why the Avde Malog brought into a prohibited marriage to a Kon may not eat truma. Rav said that Madurai said the slaves may eat truma, but the Rabbanu Ragoza that they may not eat, so the Almana will say, I can't eat truma, my servants can't eat truma, I must be a zona to my husband, and therefore this will lead to strife between the Almana and Kongado, and he'll come to divorce her. So, the tailor sewing do not feed truma patches onto the garments of the Avdimalog, belonging to an Almana married to a Kongado, was suddenly told to stop when she stormed in and said she was getting divorced because he was treating her like a zona and that she was demanding he give her back all the kalim she had evaluated as Nixay on Barzel. Which reminds us, it was stated, a woman who brings into her marriage evaluated property, which Rashi clarifies, is Nixay on Barzel, which was evaluated and written into the Ksuba and guaranteed to be returned if they divorce or the husband dies. If she says, I want to take my kalim, and he says, I'll give you money in the amount of their value, who gets to keep the belongings? Rav Yudah said the dinner's with her, for since these are the prestige of her father's household, they're hers. Rabbi Ami said they're his. For since the Mishnah taught that the husband is completely responsible for the Tzom Barzal slaves, we can learn that Nixi Tzom Barzal are considered his. Daf Samach Zayn. So the Simmer Daf Samach Zayn is a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The slaves of the update Tzom Barzal barbecue, barbecue, that must be more Daf Samach Zayn, a sizzling barbecue. The slaves of the Abdeit Sombarzo barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve Truma because their widowed master was pregnant, which reminds us two reasons are given as to why Rabbi Yossi holds that a Basisro or Baslivia is married to a Kohen, and he dies and leaves her pregnant, that her Sombarzo slaves may not eat Truma on account of the fetus to share in the slaves. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi's reason because he holds Uber Bemezara Zaru, a fetus in the womb of a Zara, is a Zara and does not entitle the slaves to eat. Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Yossi holds Yaud Machel She'en Yaud Machel. A born cone entitles others to eat truma, while an unborn cone cannot entitle others to eat truma. The nafkamina between the two explanations is a fetus in the womb of a kohanas. So the slaves of the Avdeit Sombarzo barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve truma because their widowed master was pregnant, even though their late master's extended family of kohanim were all around, which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, that these are the words of Yosi, but the Chamim disagree and say, Yeshul Banim Ochum Banim, if the deceased cone has other children aside, from the fetus, the slaves may eat from on account of the children. 
If he has no other children, the slaves may eat on account of the Kohen's brothers, and if he has no brothers, they eat on account of the other relatives in the Kohen's family. Rush explains that they hold a fetus does not have a right in the deceased father's estate as an heir, and therefore does not disqualify the Tzom Barzal slaves from eating Truma. So the slaves at the Avdeit Tzom Barzal barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve Truma because their widowed master was pregnant, even though their late master's extended family of Kohanim were all around, overheard the basins Apotropos discussed giving them to the current sons and leaving over the grill for the fetus to inherit. Which reminds us what Bishim Baichai says, Zacharim Yochu. If there are any male offspring among the surviving children, the slaves may eat truma, even though Rabbi Shimbar Yechai holds a Yosi that an Uber acquires inherited property. Well, the more how Rabbi Shimbar Yechai could discount the presence of the Uber, it answers that Rabbi Shimon holds in Choshish and Wimiuta. We do not concern ourselves with the minority. Alternatively, it could be that Rabbi Shimbar Yechai does hold that we do concern ourselves with the minority, but the slaves may still eat truma. Davdinulate the concept for we can remedy the situation and have Basin appoint an Apotropos, a guardian who can choose other assets for the fetus to inherit, leaving the Abdi Tzom Barzal to be inherited by the living brothers. Dav Samaches, so the similar Dav Samaches is Chach, and we often use a Sukkah. So here goes. The nine-year and one-day-old boy who was sent to the Sukkah, Sukkah, Schach, that must be more Dav Samaches. The nine-year and one-day-old boy who was sent to the Sukkah for disqualifying his Yavama from eating Truma, which reminds us, two Pshatim are given as to why a Ben Teshashan Yom Echad is postal, not Machil, regarding Truma. Abai said this is referring to when a boy who's a Kohen had relations with his Yavama, the Medaraisa Kanula, who was acquired by him on a Deraisa level. One might have thought that since his Bia is halachically valid, he should entitle her to eat Truma, just as an adult Yavama entitles his Yavama to eat Truma. Therefore, the mission is coming to teach that he does not, because Asu Bias Ben Teshashan Yom Echad the Rabban reduced the status of relations of such a boy to the mimer by an adult, which does not entitle the Yavama to eat truma. Rabbi challenges Abai and says instead that the case is referring to a boy of blemished lineage, such as a mamzer or a nasan, who disqualifies a woman from eating truma. So the nine-year and one-day-old boy who was sent to the sukkah for disqualifying his Yavama from eating truma found a mamzer and nasan inside wearing the pasuk of Baskon, Kisiyelizar, which reminds us, more as for the source, for the that having relations with a person of blemished lineage disqualifies a woman from Truma and Kuhuna. Review to said in the name of Rav, the Pasuk states, Baskon, Kisiyelizar, and if a Baskon should be to a Zar, she may not eat Truma. This teaches that since she has relations with someone not fit for her, she's disqualified from eating Truma. So the nine-year and one-day-old boy who was sent to the sukkah for disqualifying his Yavama from eating Truma found a mamzer and nasin inside wearing the pasuk of Baskon Kisiel Yizar, who told him that based on a kavok homer from a garusha, they also disqualified women from marrying in to the kahuna, which reminds us that the source that a Levi or Yisraelis that have relations with the Paso are also prohibited to the kahuna is a kavok homer from a grusha. Magrusha shumateres betruma asura kahuna if a grusha, who is permitted to eat truma if she's a baskoan, is nonetheless forbidden to marry into the kahuna. Zosha asura betruma inodinsha pasura kahuna. Then this woman, the Levi or Yisraelis, who is prohibited from eating truma, is it not logical that she should not be permitted to marry into the kahuna? Daf Samachtes. So the similar Daf Samachtes is soot, and we often use a chimney sweep. So here goes. The second generation Mitzri Ger chimney sweep. Chimney sweep? That must be more on Daf Samachtes. Soot. The second generation Mitzri Ger chimney sweep, who disqualified a woman from eating truma, which reminds us of the Bryson Daf Samachtes Amonov Bradamachoches, where the Tanakhama stated the relations with the Mitzri Edomi Amoni Gerim or Akusi Nasan Chalel, or Mums who disqualify a woman from truma 
And the Kahuna was Rabbi Yossi said, anyone whose offspring is disqualified disqualifies the woman he had relations with. But and anyone whose offspring is not disqualified does not disqualify the woman. Rabbi Yochanan says that the point of dispute between them is a mitzvi sheni ve'adomi sheni. The case of second generation mitzvi or adomi garen that had relations with a woman and they both derived their positions from a kongado to an almana. So the second generation mitzvi ger chimney sweep who disqualified a woman from eating truma fell down the chimney of a bas kona who was eating truma because she was not suspected of being pregnant from having illicit relations, which reminds us the next Mishnah states Yisrael Shabal bas kona talk about truma. If a Yisrael had illicit relations with a bas kona, which Rashi clarifies is either through violation or seduction, not l'shem kedushin, she may still eat truma. If she becomes pregnant by him, she may not eat truma because a fetus of a non kona disqualifies its mother from eating truma. The Gemara asks, Lech Hashem let us be concerned that she might be pregnant and prohibit her immediately from eating truma. And answers that the rabbis were not concerned in the case of Znus. Rashi explains that when it comes to Znus, a woman is careful to invert herself to prevent pregnancy. But a woman who is not aware she had relations with the wrong man will not do so. Therefore, she would have to wait three months. So, the second generation Mitzri Ger chimney sweep, who disqualified a woman from eating truma, fell down the chimney of a Baskona who was eating truma because she was not suspected of being pregnant from having illicit relations and was found by the mumzer Vadai child of an Arus and Arusa who confessed to having relations in the Arusa's home. Which reminds us, it was stated about Arusa Soba Beis Chamin, if one had relations with his Arusa while she is living in his father-in-law's house and she gives birth to a child, Rav said, Havlad Mamzer, the child is a Mamzer Vadai. Rashi explains that even though they both confessed to having relations, we suspect that since she is promiscuous, she had relations with others, and the child is likely from one of those relationships. Shmuel said, Havlad Shtuki, the child is a Shtuki, a Suffolk Mamzer, since we do not know if it's the child of the Arus or of someone else. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.